This paper recycling podcast series is sponsored by American Baylor, one of the oldest and most respected Baylor manufacturers in the world. American Baylor specializes in highly efficient balers designed to optimize bale production and density while reducing wire and energy consumption. Balers that work as hard as you do. In the following podcast from the Paper Recycling Conference 2012 edition, Phil Rosinski of Hylix Poly discusses his company's efforts to increase plastic bag and film recycling through its bag-to-bag program. Our efforts are to increase plastic bag and film recycling. Uh, we want to, uh, that's one form of technology we're working on. The other form is how to increase recycled content and products that has its own engineering uh, obstacles, but we've had significant breakthroughs in the last four or five years. And we're also trying to increase awareness of this. There's been pretty poor consumer education about bags and film recycling. Uh, when most people hear of bags, they think of plastic shopping bags. But if you go to a MRF facility, it's around 10 to 20% at times. A lot of the bags that are actually out there that consumers don't know what to do with are the wraps. They think of frozen vegetables and other products that you're buying. That's actually a significant portion of the market. We're trying to help improve that as well. Although that's out of our production, we're trying to help other people. Things that this is going into besides our product is uh, decking. Trex Lumber is using it for composite lumber. You see a lot of it, like uh, there's a lot of uh, the trash bins you see, uh, the large household ones now are made of recycled content and various other things. So it is a growing market in the United States because part of it is there's increased brand awareness of companies that are using recycled content. So this is a growing market and we see competition for the resin. That's why we're vertically integrated. Um, what we do with the product is we're one of the, well, we are the largest manufacturer of plastic retail bags in the United States, and we made a commitment to make our bags out of 40% recycled content by next year. Uh, we're almost there. We're, this year, we're going to hit about 35% of our production will be through recycled content. Um, we're helping, as I said, uh, increase industry capacity, so all of our industry is increasing as well. Uh, the biggest breakthrough we had was when uh, our product is recycled, because plastic retail bags have different colorants in them, one of the problems we have is the recycled resin turns brown or gray. The biggest breakthrough we had was actually a marketing breakthrough. It wasn't a technology breakthrough. And that was getting stores to realize the value of having a bag made out of gray or brown, because then their consumers now associate that with the recycled content. It used to be the, ba- the stores only wanted that white bag. When you go to a store and you see that white bag, it's not carrying a recycled content. So we're helping adapt consumers and retailers to that, and that's part of the marketplace. Polyethylene bag sacks and wraps is about a 15% recovery rate in the United States, and I get asked a lot of times, why aren't we recycling more plastic retail bags? The biggest challenge we have is most people go beyond recycling. They get reused as trash bin liners at home. And so when when we look at our marketplace and where we're going to grow recycled content, we actually have to go outside of plastic bags because most of them are being reused at home, as I said, for pet waste and trash bin liners, about 60% versus the 15% that are recycled. Where the growth is and where there's opportunity in the paper industry to piggyback on this is when you look at stretch film, pallet stretch wrap and other wraps, that's still only getting recycled at about a 15% rate and it doesn't have a reuse. So there's a huge market out there. By the way, the stretch film and the retail are mostly done at the grocery stores and they're incredibly clean stream, which is why we do it. A lot of stuff that gets exported has to be segregated and cleaned. What's uh, done through the grocery store programs that is so clean we can just manually process it without sorting it. Uh, This is how our process works. If you've been to a grocery store, you've seen a return bin. You bring it back to the grocery store. Um, Then what happens is the store collects it in bags and they put it in the back. And what will happen is that bag, when the uh, logistics drop off uh, retail items at the store, the trucks are empty. They put the bags on there. It goes to the distribution center where it's bailed in mass. 
What we're starting to see is a lot of paper be, uh, uh, recyclers are piggybacking on this. What they're doing is they're cutting contracts with the stores and they're putting the bags and the stretch film on top of the bales of paper and they're filling out the truck because you have a free logistics stream, you have no overhead cost to do this, and all you have to do to the distribution center is bale it and it's incredibly clean. As I said, this is the material that's wanted in the United States because you don't have to segregate it. Um, and we're, we're educating consumers more and more to use this type of system so it's actually a very fast growing system. The Paper Recycling Conference podcast series has been brought to you by American Baylor. Since 1945, American Baylor has been manufacturing a variety of Baylor styles, from low-volume units to high-production auto-tie baling systems. Baylors that work as hard as you do. Visit www.americanbaylor.com to learn more.